Welcome back to the 126 Podcast. This is post-winter storm episode number one, but this is season four, episode 19. Coach, Coach, how are y'all doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing really good. I am too. It's good to be back. We had a few days off. Uh, I feel like we had a vacation. Well, you know, not if you're an outdoorsy type person. <laughs> it's kind of hard to get out of the driveway, I think. But uh, uh, Yeah, I didn't get out of my bed. Well, not true. I went from my bed to my sofa. Yeah, certainly wasn't a spring break. I'm just glad to get back and play some athletic events again. We had, we had them start to get stacked up. Now that goes a lot of rescheduling. I mentioned that before in the last podcast we recorded, but um, we're we're set to go. It'll be a busy week in athletics. Are we having to catch up from stuff? Yeah, uh, regional swimming would have taken place Friday, Saturday. Uh, Forney High School in New Caney, North Forney and Rockwall. They moved that to today and tomorrow, so that kind of got re. Scheduled and a lot of soccer got moved. Obviously, outdoor sports quite difficult, and even basketball did. Even though it's indoors, uh, as you know, no one was driving toward the end of the week last week or midweek. So we rescheduled some games for Saturday and again for Monday. So yeah, a lot of scrambles. Uh, we still got a few events still need to be scheduled actually on the catch-up end. So that's why I say it'll be busy. Well, there's a lot going on. Let's hear about some of it on the week. Well, we've got a unique group of guests today, and I'm excited to get these guys in the uh, pod and talk to them from a perspective that we have not heard, I don't think, on the podcast before, certainly not to the extent we're going to today. But I'll introduce that a little bit in the weave, and I'll do so by uh, telling you a quick little story. I was uh, on Saturday – my kid, I've got a third grader, and uh, he played in a Little Dribblers tournament. Um, little Dribblers is, is a lot of fun. It's, it's way down on the bottom end of getting started in sports, but we had a good time, and uh, we took him and a buddy of his to uh, – my wife and I took him after the tournament to hibachi. You know what I mean? Where they light the big fire on your table and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Kids have a good time. Lots of oohs and ahs and throwing of shrimp and all that good stuff. And uh, at the end of the meal, you get a fortune cookie. And I kid you not, uh, I'll, I'll open my my fortune cookie. Now, I'm on the back end of of athletic career. Coach O talks about us being athletes, and uh, we certainly are. But I opened my fortune cookie, and it said, uh, participation in sports may lead you to a lucrative career. <laughs> now, <laughs> I thought, wait a minute. Well, that was timely, now wasn't it? <laughs> well, it was timely if I'd gotten it 30 years ago. but Maybe uh, for, for your third grader. Yeah, I guess it did. Maybe I got the wrong uh, fortune cookie. I don't know. but Maybe you – have you been golfing a lot? Maybe like, you have a future on the senior <laughs> tour or something? You gotta just. <laughs> I can assure you I do not have a future on the senior golf tour. Uh, Pickleball? Yeah, unless it's the, you know, serving lemonade in Think the Think outside the box, Coach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, know. maybe not. You never know. But – uh, I have had a lucrative career in sports, and it's a lot of fun. It is a, a, a rewarding career. Coach O, I think you would agree with me in that. Yes. And one of the most rewarding parts is to see young people come into 
um, adolescence and move toward adulthood and be able to do that in the context of learning life lessons through sports. We talk about that a lot on this podcast. We've had guests from young to professional athletes and certainly professional people who weren't professional athletes but that were impacted greatly by participation in sports. And we believe in it. We try to pour into our coaches so that they can pour into kids. Uh, We've got some kids with a unique perspective because they're on the front end of it this morning. They're they're in uh, middle school sports. And middle school sports is is truly a foundation to push into uh, something that we are very passionate about. More than that, they're coaches' kids. And Coach O, I know you're gonna we're gonna zap over to you for the ozone in a second, and maybe you can give us a little more insight into uh, why these guys are at the table. Well, we have six Warren Warriors in the pod today. And all six of them have parents who are coaches for us. So, I mean, how cool is that? And then we got a set of twins. That is pretty cool. So all these young men are in the same athletic program, learning the same lessons, doing the same things, uh, preparing themselves for their future kind of in the same way, and they all happen to be coaches' kids. I will tell you guys, uh, I share that with you. I also am a coach's kid. And um, it's a fun thing to be. Sometimes it's a challenging thing to be, but we'll get into a little bit of that today. But first. Well, all right. So in honor of this middle school basketball bash, (laughs) we're talking food bashings today. What? (laughs) What's a food that's good after a good Bashing, smashing, or mashing. Okay. As what? Where's she going with this? I don't. I it's, mean, it's it's quite simple, guys. You just yeah. got to think. Just foods that are good after you mash them up. Mash them, bash them, or smash them. Mash them, bash them. Yeah. Or smash them. So, fellas, you're gonna have to tell us what 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 what's a food. And when you lean into the microphone, you're going to introduce yourself first. Tell us who you are. We all know you go to Warren. Coach O uh, told us about that. You're all in the athletic program at Warren Middle School, just down the road from our building here. And uh, tell us who you are. Uh, how are you a coach's kid? Who's, who's your parent that coaches in our program? And then answer Coach's question. Who's going first? <laughs> It's Don Fleming for North Forney. Repeat that. Repeat that. Yeah, we had a mic issue. Go ahead and say our, it again. Our executive You're producer. That was, that was my fault. He <laughs> fell asleep on the job I over did. here. I did. My name is Bryson Fleming, and my dad's name is Don Fleming for North Forney. And the food that is best mashed is mashed potatoes. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Home run right out of the box yes. here. Way to set the tone, Bryson. Way to set the tone. <laughs> Next. They're all Somebody pointing at each other. There you go. There we go. Um, my name is Caleb Holloway. My dad's Bar Holloway. He coaches basketball at Forney. And um, I think the food is cranberry sauce. 
Oh. Okay, that's good. Now, that's kind of an exotic pick. That is. I like a good cranberry sauce. Okay. Anybody else got one? Y'all clueless? <laughs> Who's got it? Come on. Mashed, bashed, smashed. Uh, my name is Hayden Holloway, uh, son of Coach Holloway, my brother over there. And I'm kind of agreeing with uh, Brasson on this one. Mashed potatoes have to go uh, with that after. Okay. I, I got no problem with that answer. In fact, that, you know, <laughs> right now, that's my answer. No, you have to come up with something else. I don't have to. Coach, come on. You do have to come up with something else. Well, it's not my turn yet anyway. All right. Yeah, it is. It is right now? Because yeah, I, think, saying it's I, I don't right think now. any other... other. All right, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i stay in the potato family. I'm going to go with hash browns because I do think... And I, I don't know what the list on this is. I, could, I can't really quote it, but I know you can go it's to the Waffle right House. Coach Joe, you and I go to the Waffle House every now and then. Uh, that's a... You know, mashed. Well, and you, it is a potato. They're shredded. You can do all this stuff with we'll uh, go. your hash I mean, brown. Yeah, no, no. You can, can't. You like smash? No, you can smother them. Okay. Or you can cover them. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm. Th- that's what I'm leading toward. Yeah, there's no smashing or bashing. So don't you smash them or bash them once you get them I on your plate? I don't have a wrong soundbite on me right now, but <laughs> no. I, you're not going to. It was count a good that? effort. No, it was a good effort. Coach Joe says it counts. No hash browns. Staying with it. Um, Addison? Um, I actually recently had, um, like mashed potatoes, I had mashed carrots, and it was actually pretty good. Oh, okay. I liked them. Okay. And they were actually How can that mashed. be a more valid answer than hash Because browns? they're actually well, smashed. I think they're it's, not shredded. You, you were very, very obtuse in the very beginning because you were like, I'm just going with mashed potatoes. So you didn't allow your brain to think. You didn't get a good answer. Whatever. Yeah, you know. I could even say ice cream because I like to scoop the ice cream and then smush it down in the bowl. You know, kind of mix it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm smash with you it. there. I'm I mean, what there. about apples? Applesauce? There you go. Avocados? You're giving them away. We got more guys here <laughs> that got to introduce themselves. Okay. I stand by my answer, by the way. Okay. It's okay. All right, so y'all shoot. I mean, you can't have a worse answer than. <laughs> yeah, you got nowhere to go but up. Um, my name is David Schmidt. My dad is uh, James Schmidt at the high school. He coaches uh, football. Um, I would say like different fruits because I like smoothies and shakes and stuff. So oh, I would good. say a bunch of fruits. Good, together. David. See, that's what I'm talking about. These yeah, kids good. are smart. Well, young generation. We're good about it. <laughs> My name's Raiden Fleming. My dad's Coach Fleming at North Forney High School. Uh, I would say ice cream. I like ice cream. There I like go. to. Okay. Right. Smash it up. Make it soft. You're up, Fleener. Only man standing. My name is Ty Fleener. I'm uh, Jeff Fleener's kid, and the best food that I can think of that's mashed, I can't think of any other food other than potatoes, so I'm just going to have to go with that one. See, great minds think alike. we got three mashed potatoes. I'm, I'm, and I, I was well, going to go is, with I mean, mashed yeah. potatoes. Yeah. It's the, it's the king of the mashed food. Well, Coach O, you can What about think? meatloaf? I can't believe you didn't say meatloaf. <clears throat> well, Meatloaf I mean, is kind of smashed, isn't but it? But yeah. isn't you All take, meatballs no, and stuff, you kind of smash them. I think that's them. taking meat that was already and then putting it back together. You're taking meat that was already ground and reassembling it with other things for meatloaf. It's the opposite of smashing No, bashing. when you mix it, though, you put it in a bowl, you put the breadcrumbs there, you put all that you stuff, and you smash, smash it all it together. To, you smash it up. Okay, I guess so. I you don't, even use one of I those things. I don't cook things. it. I eat it. Yeah. Okay. I don't Whatever. smash it when Do I eat it. Do you have the official list of, of smashed and bashed and I mean, you named quite a few of them. Squash, tomatoes, cornbread. 
Interesting. I do like to put uh, syrup and butter on my cornbread and smash that up together. Okay, that's a better answer yeah. than what you initially said. Yeah, well, you know, I had to get my head right. It is Monday morning. Yeah, we do we do record that. Coach O, I mean, she put <laughs> Don't a Don't keep bringing that up. Golly, <laughs> Monday morning, first thing, walk in, especially after an ice break. Here we go. True. Well, let's talk to these young men a little bit about other things besides uh, smashed foods. Maybe being coaches' kids. Uh, I'll get us started off. And, and you guys have been a little shy about leaning into the microphone, but you're going to have to get over that. And don't stop pointing at each other. We're going to start uh, calling on you just like your teachers in class. Um, first thing, and, and uh, you know, I told you I was a coach's kid. And I guess once a coach's kid, always a coach's kid. My father's passed away, but uh, he was a coach all growing up. So I remember – a lot of game nights sitting in the bleachers watching before I ever got to sports, um, falling in love with it, right? Being involved, getting to be involved um, as a coach's kid. I want one of you to tell us, and others can think of this when we get started, but what is your favorite thing? And this doesn't have to be just about this year, but what's your favorite thing about being a coach's kid? Could be super simple. It doesn't have to be like some big philosophical thing. It just could just be that, you know, something really easy like, I mean, I don't want to give you the answers, but um, you get to hang out with the with the varsity kids, which I always thought was really cool as a little kid. You get to hang out with the older kids. I bet my kid didn't think that. I had a team so. that threw her in the trash can. You have a, you had a coach's kid. Right? I, yeah. And still do? Yeah, still do. She, uh, well, she was trying to coach them, and uh, they didn't like it, so they threw her in the trash can. I think we, I think we had a couple answers over here. Shoot. Good, good. No, you're good. Flainer's up. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing about being a coach's kid has got to be, like, having easy access to the weight room and the facility and the football fields so that if I want to go get a lift in or if I want to go do something with my friends or work out or practice – uh, it's just easier. I, I have it easier because my dad works up there and he could take me up there anytime. Good answer. Yep. Makes a lot of sense. Saw a couple more ready with an answer. What do you got? I have to agree with Ty with that because it's easier access to go work out when you have nowhere else to go. Yep. Uh, I would also agree with Ty. This is Mr. Schmidt. I do think you're going to have to introduce yourselves because uh, the – our listeners may not be able to tell everybody apart when you're talking. Go ahead. You agree with Ty, too? I also agree with Ty, but also, like, the people I've gotten to meet, like, this group of guys has been it's just great hanging out with them. Good. Okay. How about hanging out with other coaches' kids? It's pretty unusual, I think, to have six coaches' kids all in one athletic program together at the same time. That's why we're doing this podcast, but uh, – Good answer. I, I agree. The people get to hang out with. You know, we told the people we had a set of twins, but we also have a set of brothers. Yeah, two brothers. Yeah. Two different grades, right? And then two brothers, same grade. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So we talked about the best thing about being a coach's kid. What's the worst thing about being <laughs> a coach's kid? I had that in my list too, but. What was yours? They, they may be scared. What was your worst thing about being a coach's kid? I mean, you know, um, when anybody in a coach's family, and my mom's coach's wife, uh, you know, we're, 
we know Coach O, our families live live it with us. So y'all know how this is. You you ride the highs when your parents' team is doing great and, and playing great and winning, and then you live it with them um, when the team's struggling or, you know, maybe they don't make the playoffs in a given year or they lose a big game. And uh, I think there's some good in that because you get used to it at a young age and you kind of build that uh, coach's perspective that you got to kind of stay balanced. But as a kid, you know, r- riding through the stress of, of, of the, and the ups and downs of, of, of the life of the coach, which um, is pretty unique, um, you know, if, if team's doing great, everything's great. Mm-hmm. And when the team's not doing so good, you're, you're right there in it with them because you're at every game and uh, probably hanging out on the bus. And, you know, it's, it's just the life of sports. Sports is, it can be an emotional roller coaster sometimes. You guys got better answers than yeah, me. Yeah, do we have another on. answer? Could be a good or a bad. Uh, yeah, it's Hayden. I, I think probably one of the worst times was, I think it was 20, 2017, 2018 playoffs for the first time in a couple of years. Went to the playoffs and, you know, losing in overtime, yep. uh, being there and losing and watching, like, it all unfold. Probably one of the worst feelings you can have, just sitting there and watching and it just happens in front of you. Yep. Yeah, it's a different kind of perspective. I mean, everybody talks about the perspective of parents, you know, as they watch their kids play or watch their kids lose. Um, there is a whole other set of, of family that is either related to the coach or a sibling of one of the players, something like that, and – um, I wasn't a coach's kid. My dad did work at the elementary school that I went to. And I remember the worst thing about that was like, you know how it is, like y'all, you get together with your friends and you talk about certain teachers, like, oh, that person's mean or they're they're doing this or whatever. And the worst thing was hearing kids like say that about my dad. Like yeah. they were like, oh, that guy sucks. You know, he's <laughs> just getting onto us in lunch or whatever it is. Which is know? just normal kid and stuff. And it's just normal kid stuff. But whenever you're a kid and you hear that about your parent, you're like, oh, man, like. Yeah. Yeah, even though I just said the same thing about a different teacher, it's yeah, it's that's that's a it's true and a weird thing. It's yeah. just what kids do, you know. And then and then that kid grows up and they're like your dad's biggest fan or right. whatever. Yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, he, you know, he changed my life. Yeah. But uh, you're right, uh, Hayden. And when your heart breaks with the team, I mean, it you're you're riding it with them. You you literally are like an extended member of the team. Do y'all think that you – do y'all feel extra pressure to perform in athletics because you're coach's kids? Yeah? Yes. Specifically in the sport that your parent coaches or just, like, all around? It's uh, Hayden. Well, I feel we still have to – like, yes, we're expecting more, but we still are people and we still have to go out there and do uh, the same things. But, yeah, we're expected a little bit more of, uh, especially us uh, – like, the way we perform, we've already been around it and exposed to it, so I think we have to – we're expected more of. I do think that there is a lot of pressure being a coach's kid. That Just the expectation is always higher. I know that, like, there is a distinct advantage to being a coach's kid. Yeah. But then – but there's also kids who they don't want to hear it. They block it out. So yeah. they stay on a level playing field with everybody else. But if they accept if they accept it, they're, they're on a distinct – have a distinct advantage over everyone else. Y'all have heard this kind of old, old stereotype or, or whatever. Um, not sure if that's the right label, but about, about a preacher's kid. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. preacher's kids are the most wild or something. Yeah. That's not always the case. I, plenty of times preacher's kids are, are, are superb, uh, great young people. But 
there's that extra level of being under a microscope, you know, people associating you with your parent and, and ex- having these expectations of you that may or may not be fair uh, for a kid coming through. Um, it is a little different for each person. So tell us about, um, you know, we, we could go on about this because I do think there's a lot of psychology involved in being a coach's kid and, and being a leader. Do you guys think you're leaders? Do you feel like leaders in your program? What, what, because we talk about leadership a lot in our, in our athletic program. And as you go through it, hopefully your coaches are going to work with you on becoming leaders and not that you aren't now, but being more and more effective. Somebody tell tell us a little bit about what is leadership to you. I mean, do you feel some of that in yourself? Uh, do, how do you have your parents exhibited it for you? Um, when you're on a team, what are you looking for in a leader? Let's just kind of have a little bit of a leadership conversation. Um, this is Ty. <clears throat> and, like, what I see in a leader, like, what I want to see in a leader is someone who, like, will help you out no matter what if you need help. So, like, in football, if you – don't know how to run a route or you don't know what you do on this play a leader is someone who will not judge you for not knowing and will help you out just to make the team better and that's what like I I try to be in specifically football but also like basketball and track and the the other sports I play that's just like how I want to be and it's how like I want my leaders to act great answer you know what I yes and the the one thing I hear in that is to make the team better Mm -hmm. It's all about making the team better, and that is, like, the number one thing. When you're starting to develop leaders or you're looking for leaders on teams, you're looking for those people. Like, are you – would you rather win and have a bad game or lose and have a good game? You know, it's kind of – that's that's, pretty awesome. Any other comments on leadership, what y'all want in a leader? Uh, I agree with Ty, but I also think a leader is a person who – Keeps the team together, like kind of makes them keep their composure and just stay, um, keep their mindset right. You didn't introduce yourself there, little Fleming. That was Braden. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so leadership is being a good teammate, right? It's being encouraging. It's uh, and I think that's huge. And oh man, I can just say, especially for their age in yeah. middle school, that's huge because. So often in middle school, you have, you know, young middle school boys are very competitive. Um, Sometimes, as you all know, middle school can be a mean place. And so for kids who might be struggling in a sport or in in any aspect of school, to have those kids who are, you know, especially the kids that are some of the better athletes, to come alongside and be like, no, I got you. Like, like I can help you out. Let's do this. Because middle school, as you all know, is where we lose a lot of athletes. Where a lot of kids try it out and they're like, I'm not doing this, right? I got embarrassed or that was not a good experience. I'm done. And and we hate that because a lot of kids aren't even, you know, they're definitely no. not at their physical best in middle school. They may not even know what they're capable of yet. And yeah. they're, they're getting out before they have a chance. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, everybody comes into middle school with a little bit different level of experience. And we know this. We've seen guys come into middle school and be on C-team football and then end up playing Division One collegiate football. Um, yeah. it, 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 your body changes a lot. Your, your level of, uh, experience, obviously is going to change as you go through, but, but leadership really, uh, doesn't change a whole lot. You may get better at it. You may gain more, uh, knowledge about how to influence other people, but that's what I'm hearing from both of you is influence. I think our first lead shirt we ever had back when we started our lead initiative was 
had a Maxwell quote on the back that leadership is influence. And yeah. like Ty says, in the on the on the field, on the court, in the gym, on the sideline, uh, as Mr. Fleming shared, that extends to the locker room, can extend to the hallways. I have no doubt that you guys see it exhibited in your parents and you're taking it uh, to our fields and locker rooms and hallways. And y'all have more of a capacity to do it than even the coaches do. Um, y'all may not realize that, but y'all, y'all really do. I can remember just from my playing days and coach, we were right. The person who is the worst person, the worst player on your team might be the one that helps you win a playoff game whenever you're a senior in high school playing on varsity. So you definitely don't want to be one of the reasons that they aren't there when they're a senior, you know? So I love to hear y'all say that leadership is, you know, helping each other out. It's helping making the team better. Okay. Go ahead, coach. Well, and I would love to hear a little lighter here. Mm -hmm. I would love to hear something embarrassing about your dad that um, (laughs) you want to let the people know tread lightly, but something funny and embarrassing (laughs) that no one knows about your dad. Uh, it's a Hayden, and I don't, I don't know if this is really embarrassing, but my dad's and my grandfather's tie tie collection, like a tie, <laughs> is off the roof. <laughs> like I can't tell you how many basketball ties they <laughs> ma- they mix up. Well, that's wear. an interesting. That's an interesting fact. Yeah, we'll is. accept that. Like I'll I'll go around and be like, "What tie are you wearing today? What, what tie are you gonna wear for the game?" Now no, I'm gonna I be remember at his some ties. of those ties. Yeah. yeah, I remember some of those ties. You mean you're saying Bart's been wearing the same ugly old basketball he's ties? He's had a lot of. I remember some basketball ties. <laughs> he's had some ties, and he he has done the suit and tie thing at games. I mean, he was doing that whenever we were playing. I don't know if he did it when he was coaching me in middle school, but I I know he, he probably did it all did. through high school. He probably did. He's still doing it now. Yeah. Oh yeah, we we talked to our coaches about that too, and our coaches do a good job of that. Looking like coaches, mm-hmm. looking like it's important. Yep. It is important. Good Who answer. Else? Who else? Give us something. Uh, this is David and. I don't know if this is embarrassing, but it's definitely funny. So my dad, like, whenever, like, he coaches D-line, so whenever he sees a D-lineman, like, get a sack or, like, you know, do something good, he'll just yell, get some. <laughs> okay. And, like when, and when he does, all the players just, like, laugh, and they'll start yelling it, too. It's, like, really funny whenever he's Okay. It. I actually think I remember that, too. Uh, so I was coached by both – I was coached by both Schmidt and Holloway and, and – High school and in middle school, but I remember there were some Schmidtisms, and get some was definitely one of them. That's funny. I, I wasn't a D lineman, but I heard it. I'm so. enjoying seeing these guys answer the question, and then Addison start yeah, nodding yeah, over yeah. here. He remembers it from his days. All right, we've we've uh, we've still got to hear about uh, Coach Fleming and Coach Flaner. Yeah, you got to have something. I'm still thinking. <laughs> oh, you know some stuff. You just don't want to share it. Yeah. Is there some like embarrassing like taste in music or movies or something? Does your I mean, just something personal you can tell us about your dad that he's Maybe not going to tell us. It doesn't about. necessarily have to be embarrassing. No, it, it could be just something that yeah. people might not just normally cool. know. It could just be something cool. A lot of people know who your dads are because they follow our sports and and uh, they win a lot of ball games. But uh, what's something they might not know? We might have to circle back around. We might. Maybe. I have um, to think on it. Yeah, I'm going to throw Feel free I, to interrupt <laughs> us if, if something comes to mind. All right, I'm going to throw you a softball here. We'll, we'll come, Coach, we'll come back to your hard question. Uh, each of you, I want you to tell us who your favorite athlete is. You obviously are all sports fans. You wouldn't be playing. Uh, you, can't, you can't be a, 
a student athlete without having a favorite athlete. Who's your favorite athlete and why is that person your favorite athlete? Crickets. You got the cricket sound effect? Come on, this this is an easy one. So I really uh, have two favorite athletes for like two different reasons. So oh, good, good. one of them one of them is Kyler Murray, the quarterback for the Cardinals. Just it's because my dad coached him. He was the OC at Allen when Kyler played. So I know him personally and it's just Cool to watch him play. Cool to watch someone I know play. So that's one of the reasons. And then the other one uh, is George Kittle for the San Francisco 49ers. And it's really because he's a tight end, I'm a tight end, and so we play the same position. And he just has such great energy, and he's just really dominant and is what I want to be if I go play professional sports. Very good player. Super fun to watch. He's always, like, finding the sky cam and looking at it and smiling and making dumb faces. Like, they always say nobody has more fun playing football than George Kittle. Good choice. Uh, this is David. And moving a little more to the basketball side of things, um, I really like um, Michael Jordan. Mainly not because of, like, he was obviously the best player of all time, in my opinion. But uh, it was, like, his mentality. Like, I don't care who you are. If you say anything about me, like, I take everything personal and just, you know, gives it all on the line. Excellent. Yes. Good answers. Mm -hmm. Keep it coming. This is Bryson, and my favorite athlete is Jair Alexander because he's a DB, and we both play the same position, and he just breaks down the game and is the best DB, I would say, right now, and he is doing good things. He's on the Green Bay Packers. Nice. My name is Caleb, and I agree with David that Michael Jordan is my favorite player, but it's because he, like, did it all. Yeah. Uh, it's a Hayden. I'd probably say Kobe because of his work, work ethic and how he, uh, how he carried himself during practices and games. Excellent. This is Braden. Uh, Debo Samuel, because I like the way he plays. He plays my position, and... When he was growing up, he like <laughs> he had a mentality that he he might when he started he played basketball, but he changed because he thought he could go somewhere else with this one, and his mentality just keeps him going. Good answers. Who's your favorite athlete, Coach Weaver? Well, I mean, I kept waiting on you know I see if there are any Larry Bird fans at the table. Uh, you know, I came through and listen. Don't wave at me. Your dad's from Indiana, Holloway. For Pete's sake, how can you how can you have a family from Indiana you can't and not like be a Larry bas- Bird? You can't fan? like basketball and not like Larry Bird. <laughs> yeah, Larry's so awesome. Uh, and I will I will agree. I mean, I agree with all their answers. I think there are a lot of great athletes out there that we can look at as examples, right? I mean, that's but nobody said the best one. I'm not done yet. I'm still talking about Larry Bird. But I'm going to go back. What these guys said about Jordan is 100% accurate and Kobe. But but this work ethic, right, it is it is just going to the grindstone every day and going through the process of making yourself better. Love it. These guys are on the bottom end of that. And, um, you know, professional sports or not, you can tell they're headed the right direction. But nobody said the best one. Go ahead, Addison. And as a – as a DFW-based podcast, we have to say Dirk Nowitzki at least I knew you. I knew he was going to do that. Because Dirk is, mm. is the number one guy on the Mount Rushmore of Dallas athletes. I don't care what anybody says. And well, I mean, you know, Derek Harper's got to be up there. So pretty high, too. He's not Dirk. Well, mine was <laughs> Luke is I, not even Dirk yet, but. I think my female, 
probably it, well, obviously it's a basketball player, but I just think she changed the game, and it was Cheryl Swoops. Yeah, for sure. Um, but my favorite athlete of all time probably is not even a basketball player. It's Steffi Groff. Yeah. It was a tennis. I can remember like wanting to see her play. She bought an energy and just like she was so intense. Yeah, I love that about her. Guys, I got to tell you, you may know this, you may not know this, but uh, we're talking to Coach's kids and Coach O on the other end. Her kid this week is flying out of the country. Yep. Uh, you want to give tell them a little bit about that, Coach O? Yes, that's Coach's so, kid. That's a Coach's kid deal. Yes, very very proud of. Carrington and everything she's accomplished, and she just signed a contract with um, a top team in Peru. So she'll be flying out on Wednesday morning to go start her professional volleyball career. Yeah, in Peru, in, in, in Peru. To travel, in to play volleyball. Yep, can't beat that. So it's exciting and terrifying, <laughs> all in one. Yeah, but you, you get to go to Peru now. I, yes, I will be going to Peru. It's very tropical there, so, you know, I'm all over that. It's like 90 degrees in Peru right now, shorts yeah. and tank tops weather. But she, um, the team that she is signed with, is one. they're currently in first place. They're anticipated to win the – What are they called? Um, Alianza Lima. Okay. So um, – Bolly. Bolly. Yep. Cool. Good luck to her and – Maybe we can get her on the podcast. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see we'll, while we'll she's there. Definitely work to do that. All right. So, uh, I, and I bet at Carrington, if she answered some of these, like if she answered questions about leadership, I think it would be the same answer these guys yeah. gave. I mean, I, I think that's universal. I, honestly, if you ask Kobe about leadership, ha, if you had asked him, I think you would have gotten a very similar answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about influence. It's about being a great teammate. It's about encouraging the people around you. Kobe's a little more harsh in his encouragement. Yeah, but it's the same thing. Yeah. It, because he's at a at that level. Right, he was yeah. he was it's at different. the yeah. elite level. Yeah, he wasn't doing that at his daughter's basketball game. Right, right. For he sure. was doing that for you know guys that were getting paid millions of dollars. That's right. You're expected to do certain things. Yeah. So I I, I think uh, I like hearing y'all's insight on that. I'm going to ask for some more insight here. Uh, if you had advice, any of you can answer this. Some of you, one of you, all of you. But somebody's got to. If you had advice for an upcoming middle school kid, now you guys have gotten almost, you know, we're in the spring semester, some of your eighth graders, a couple of seventh graders, but if you are if you are planning uh, to, to give some advice to a guy that's coming up behind you, or a girl, entering athletics, because it's kind of a, your first year or two in is pretty unique. Uh, how, what would you advise the younger athletes behind you or want to be potential athletes? Uh, This is David. I would say um, even if you're not playing, like, be encouraging. Like, if someone's having a bad game and you can see it, like, nothing hurts the team more than when, like, one of the players on the team starts, you know, having a bad game and you can just see their body language. So one thing I would say is, like, you know, always be encouraging. Always be encouraging. Always talk, you know, like kind of like going back to the leadership, you know. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, it's great. This is a Hayden, and I would say work hard in everything you do. And if you really want to go somewhere, you have, you have to want it, and you have to want to be able to put in the work. Mm-hmm. During middle school, those are the people that you're going to be growing with until – your senior year in high school, so just 
gain a good relationship with them and grind. Um, this is Ty, and it's just there's a lot of people in your first year or two that are going to make it, like, be starters or anything like that, be good just off of talent alone. But eventually, if you work hard enough over the summer and into your high school years, you if you work hard enough, you can, you'll be better than them eventually as – because the person who works harder uh, will always be the person who has more talent. Really good answer. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, I asked for advice for the kids coming up behind you. That could be that could be for a, a sophomore, a junior, senior. Oh, yeah. So it could be a, of a collegiate athlete. Uh, I mean, it's absolutely uh, good stuff. Okay, let's flip it. So you're, uh, you know, some of you guys are going to be going into high school next year. What is something you're really looking forward to? I mean, you know, not middle school is not great. Middle school is a lot of fun, but uh, y'all have seen the high school experience from a from a, you know a behind the scenes a little bit. What's something you're really looking forward to once you get up to high school? This is a uh, Hayden. I would say just the athletic program overall, just being able to be a part of that. Okay, good. Uh, this is time. I would just say, yeah, playing football that. That's pretty much it. <laughs> okay, I got no problem with these answers. <laughs> Anybody else? And how about anything outside of? Now look, we would, I would, we would be fairly disappointed if you weren't looking forward to being in the athletic program once you get. We to expect high that. We're answer. pretty yeah, excited get, about. Get, yeah. we're, we're we're glad about that. Well, we got a lot of kids, Coach O. I think last count we've got a few over three thousand kids. Yes. yes. Playing and, sports. And it's it's. Continuously rising, continuously rising in Forney ISD. We, we're proud of what we got here. We love our coaches. Uh, we think we think the world of your dads and um, and the work that they're doing in our school district. But we know the school district's big too. It goes beyond mm-hmm. sports. And uh, there's a lot of things that change with high school. I know that y'all yeah, probably yeah. just we just had as a CTE teacher I had to go to the middle schools and do these discovery day things where the eighth graders would walk around and they'd ask questions about all the different endorsements. And it's crazy. If you don't know how many things students can take classes in, in Forney ISD, I mean, it is, it is crazy. The number of different things that you can learn just going to public school here in Forney. Yeah. Um, so I know that they just recently had to make some decisions on that. Well, give us a little their, insight. What their, so outside of sports endorsement is their major. <laughs> you better be wanting to be in sports, but outside of sports, what else are you looking forward to once you get to the big school? Periods. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> they don't like for honesty. Yeah, you have to wait a little bit for those. Yeah, you got to work your way through. You got to earn that. Yeah. <laughs> the freshman center. Okay. Freshman center. Yeah, it'll be a shiny yeah. new campus. It will yeah. be a shiny new campus. That's right. Shiny new campuses are always fun. Y'all are just missing out on. You're going to just miss out on a shiny new Warren. Right? Yeah, you're going to you're going to Warren now, but it won't be long. But they they'll be they'll be one of the first groups to get to use the the OC, which is going to be pretty pretty cool. Yeah, that campus is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 massive and a lot of opportunity. Yeah, coming your way as a Forney ISD student. Plenty of that in sports, mm-hmm. uh, and with with the influence not just of coaches' kids. I mean, I got a special place in my heart for coaches' kids because I grew up one. Uh, but for all the kids that are in our athletic programs, so much, so much great stuff to look forward to. There's so much opportunity in our school district, and so many great people pouring into it 
from coaches to character coaches. We've had some of those folks on here, boosters, parents. Um, but certainly right at the heart of it are great kids like these young men. How? And I'm going to ask them this. How early did you know that you wanted to be in coaching, Coach Weaver, as a coach's kid? Uh, actually, I didn't. I, I, I did not intend to go into coaching. Really? I had, Yeah, I had another career path. Uh, I, you know, I was one of those kids that was in college and was kind of an undeclared major and was trying to figure it out. I think a lot, way a lot of, a lot mm-hmm. of young people do. And, um, um, you know, my parents were teachers and kid, I had two sisters that are teachers and coaches. And I started, I, I got a, a double major. I was still thinking you know, about maybe continuing my education. And I took a teaching job, I got a teaching job, started out, I was just going to do that. And actually I was going to teach for a while at the high school level and then potentially, you know, get my master's and go on maybe mm-hmm. to the collegiate level or whatever. And, um, man, the AD at the school I was at walked into my classroom one day early on in my career, knew my dad, you know, he was an older guy that had been through it and said, Hey, we need you to, he knew who I knew who I was. We need you to help coach. And I got me started and, um, and it just went from there, you know, do we have any future coaches at the table? Anybody want to work in sports specifically? Are y'all like, Nope, I've seen enough. I'm good. (laughs) Uh, I do. This is Ty. Yeah. I Football? I think I'd speak for all of us. Yes. Yeah. That's yes. good. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah. Um, don't don't tell your dads. They'll probably try to talk you out of it because they're like, you don't want this. is crazy. Don't do this. <laughs> no, they're no, dads they pros. Won't. But they won't. I do hear that so often from people that their parents work in education and they work in education and their parents are like, you don't want to work in education. Work hey, in something else. They're Listen, like, it's a tough job. But. But they understand it, yeah. Yeah, well, it, it is. Look, kudos to your dads and to all the moms and dads out there that are teachers and teacher coaches, particularly in our world. We know it's a two full-time jobs, and uh, but, man, are they ever important and, uh, and impactful. And so I know y'all are, like I said, right in there uh, in it with them. I love to see any young man who says, I want to – I want to be like my dad in some way, right? I want to do what my dad does. Yeah. I love hearing that because that means we have some good, you know, manly parenting going on that these young men look at their dads and they're like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's, we're getting close to rounding this thing out, but I yeah. want to hear, I want to hear a, an exciting story here from, from some of you guys. I want you to tell us, any of you can do this. All of you can do this. Um, I want you to tell us about something that a memorable moment in your as yet athletic career could be a game could be a play could be a tournament could be something that you watched as a coach's kid and got to participate in or could be a game you played in sports are exciting and uh, a lot of fun like I said it's an emotional roller coaster I know Hayden mentioned a while ago losing in overtime is a absolute heartbreaker Um, but tell us about a game or a a sports moment that sticks out (laughs) Uh, this is David, and I would say there's a lot of them, but um, the one that a game that I played in, uh, I mean, the game against Brown last year. Um, you know, we were going into it. Brown was really good. We were really good, so it was like a big game, right? So uh, going out there and throwing the touchdown with like four seconds left to yeah. win the game. Probably one of my best moments so far. Who caught that? 
tided. (laughs) (laughs) They both remember that play. Good. But I would say for all the eighth graders, the championship this year, probably. Yeah, this is how I want to talk about that. Um, So this year we – Warren was district chance in football. We went undefeated. And more specifically in that game, I remember the very first play, It's they have this big dude playing quarterback, running back, receiver, whatever it was. He was playing like Wildcat. And the very first play, I get the t- a tackle in the backfield on him. And that it was the very first play of the game. So I remember that. I didn't really do much the rest of the game. But I remember that. And we were running the ball, and we ended up winning. So that was really memorable. You set the tone, Ty. You set the tone. That's a good district. Too. I mean, it's a good middle school league. Yeah. <laughs> really good. A lot of great competition. You guys, kudos for for winning that thing. Uh, this is Hayden, and I would say it is yet to come whenever we beat Lancaster in the Coliseum, whatever oh. Fort University does this year. Okay, there you go. This is Bryson, and in the championship game, you could tell that we were working hard as a team to win that game. We were all fighting and just, like, we had to tackle this, what, 6'2"? 6'2". Six, 6'2". Six, 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 <laughs> uh, he's, like, big. Yeah, he was big. <laughs> and we all just, we were just in a battle, and we won the battle. Yeah. You always remember those games in middle school where you played the kid with the full mustache, you know, with the thick <laughs> Yeah, manly mustache, and you're like, dude, you look so old. Like, how are you here right now? And, yeah, I remember those games. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's another thing about sports is uh, it's it's funny the things you do remember. Mm -hmm. You're going to remember the championships, though. You're going to remember when your team uh, played well together. And I'll go by hitting on Hayden's deal as as a coach's kid. I I will point out that – uh, we lost to Lancaster in the first round. He's talking about Forney High School ba- boys basketball. Both state state ranked teams. Uh, great overtime. game, overtime yep. game, and right down to the wire. And uh, we, we we're coming back at them now. That's what he's talking about. So it's good stuff. And when is that? Aiden might he's leaning in. I remember better than I do. I think it's Tuesday. It's coming up. Yeah, yeah it's, it's Tuesday. We're we're in the second we're in the second half of district. We're coming down to the close. Okay. It's gotta be. It's gotta be soon. So, all right. There you go. So, uh, well, I mean, I, I say this almost every time we have student athletes on here. Uh, it's a reminder what great kids we have in our athletic programs, and you guys are influencing others. You're speaking on the podcast this morning as coaches' kids, but you're speaking for a multitude of kids at Warren Middle School, and extended beyond that in Forney ISD that are in sports and. If, if, you know, people sometimes talk about the next generation, ah, you know, they get they get down about the upcoming generations or something. No. The, the, the generations that are coming up through our programs, the, like these young people at the table, um, they're going to – they have the potential mm-hmm. uh, to change the world in a very positive way. They're doing it on their campuses. They're doing it in their programs. And that will directly relate and correlate to – what you can do in the high school and beyond it. Carrington is going to do the same thing in another country. <laughs> but, you know, one of these days back in the good old U.S. of A., um, it's just so important to take the lessons of sports and the perspective that you guys have and apply it to real life. Good stuff today. Awesome. Thank you all so much for, for being on the show. We appreciate it. 
Thanks for having us. Keep up the good work, gentlemen. We'll be watching for you on a court or a field or a track, I guess, maybe yes. coming up very soon. And uh, uh, good luck to Forney High. As I know, I know you guys will be there cheering on uh, as they play Lancaster this week. And uh, a lot of lot of important basketball games going on this week. Yeah, we're getting playoff down implications. Mm-hmm. Getting down in it, y'all. If you're Forney ISD sports fans, it's a good time. Uh, Coach Fleming, you, your, y'all's dad's over there at. North Forney, and they are absolutely right in the mix of it. I got to see them win a big game in Tyler uh, this weekend. And um, and I believe they avenged the first loss to Mesquite. Yep. So if they win tomorrow night there, I do believe they may have clinched a playoff. Back-to-back, yeah. They, so they beat uh, they beat uh, uh, Tyler on Friday. I, that's the one I was at, and then turned around and won on Saturday. And, um, you know, we got, like, all across the district, we've got teams that are right in the, in the thick of it, so – uh, good time to be a sports fan. Absolutely, and stay up to date with all that on all of our websites, social media pages. Um, like we said at the beginning of the show, there may be some games that are getting rescheduled or re-put back on after our frozen week. So make sure you keep up with all the news coming out of Orny Athletics. Other than that, we will talk to you next week.